Okay, hello everybody and welcome to Investing with IBD for June 26, 2019. I'm your host, Arusha Pierce, and with me in the studio today is David Chung, Deputy Market Deputy Markets Editor of IBD and Senior Editor of Leaderboard. Thanks for being here, David. It's awesome to be here, Arusha. Great to see you. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about the markets, how to use news in your investing process, and of course, we'll end the episode with some current stocks. But first, before we get in the markets, now, David, you have been here in IVD for many, many years. When I was a customer, I was reading your articles. Well, thank you. That's and, great. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, I learned a lot from your articles. Now, how long have you been here? The same number as the $20 bill, 20 <laughs> years, in fact. In 1999, I joined IBD as a markets writer and has always, have always been a part of the markets team ever since. Big uh, IBD fan, big fan of, of the, the way we pick stocks and write about them. I was actually covering Tokyo stocks uh, before that, so uh -huh. that was a good introduction, but really learned practically all of what I know about the stock market here. And you worked for Bill O'Neill for many, many years. You must have some great stories about Bill. Oh, gosh. Uh, do, we, do we have a, a time for a full podcast on this story? <laughs> I, I wish we did, but I don't think we will. <laughs> I was going to share a golf-related story, but after talking with you in the, pre, in the prep, I thought, well, why don't we go with tennis? You know, the French Open just happened. Wimbledon's coming up. I'm a big tennis uh, guy, at least in high school. And uh, in one re, uh, in a, in a uh, IBD event, Bill actually shared his personal tennis story which I think actually has a lot of relevance to what we'll talk about today. And some people out there might know that Bill actually garnered the profits from two big retail stocks in order to start IBD in 1984. Right. right. Um, and one was Pick and Save, and the other was Price Club mm -hmm. uh, out, of, out of San Diego. Well, in this story at the event, Bill was talking about how he was taking a private tennis lesson made a great forehand shot down the line and just stood there admiring his shot. And he, in fact, reenacted. Do you imagine this, this uh, wonderful man in his 70s talking yeah. in front of a stage uh, with 200 people, uh, show, showing how he hit that shot and just stood there <laughs> and realized he made a big mistake because the teacher then hit a shot right to his backhand. He was totally unprepared. He was yeah. caught flat-footed, as you say, in tennis. Uh, and the reason he brought up the story was to mention that you always have to be ready for the next big shot. Right. Uh, and so how is that related to those other two retail stocks? Well, he, as, as, as I mentioned, he made a lot of money in those first two stocks. One of them eventually merged with Costco. And that was a stock that he did not t put his, uh, keep his eye on the ball on. So wow. he, he had the humility, despite all this success, and, and the, the supreme knowledge that he has about the market, he had the, the humility to share that story with everyone for their benefit. That, you know, you maybe uh, had a great, great winning stock. Don't, uh, don't ignore any future big winners yeah, don't in let that it get, same sector. Yeah, really don't let it go, go to your head, right? Don't think that, that you're now, you know everything in the market. You always have to be prepared. You have to be prepared to play defense. Yes. With, with also with the, the backhand. Right. But then also ready for that next shot too. Totally. And I, I think our products are really geared to help everyone find that next winning shot uh, after you, uh, you make a good, a good investment or a good trade. 
just one quick example would be maybe some of you out there have uh, traded or invested in Palo Alto Networks, P-A-N-W. Right. Uh, we covered then leaderboard when it broke out of a base in 2014. Mm -hmm. uh, it nearly tripled in price. Uh, and then afterward, well, since then, security software has been uh, a, a very important dynamic sector in the market. This year, in fact, 2019, we've seen some real strength uh, coming out of that same sector via Zscaler and CyberArk, right. CYBR. But Palo Alto hasn't, I mean, they've participated, but not very well, though. No. I was always waiting for Palo Alto to get going, but they didn't, which means you always have to be ready for that next shot. Totally. And be flexible to go away from the one that you did well at, mm -hmm. at one time and move on to some others that may be taking that market share. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so every stock is, is like a story. It, it, it has a climax and denouement, you know, and a conclusion, and then the story continues through, through another vehicle. So what we're seeing in, in stocks like Cyber, CyberArk or Zscaler, uh, we're seeing uh, evolution in how security uh, software is being used and implemented. Just a couple weeks ago, the front page of IBD Weekly carried a wonderful uh, long feature by uh, my, my colleague on the tech team, Reinhard Krause, uh, who wrote about uh, zero, zero trust. So that's something that perhaps a Palo Alto or a Symantec might be just trying to catch up on. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you brought a wonderful book here, The 24 Essential Lessons for Investment Success, written by William J. O'Neill. And this is this was the book that got me started, David. No kidding. They, yeah, they, they mailed that book to wow. me when I took the free trial mm -hmm. and... I didn't read it for two years. It was actually still in the mailer, the little package for two years. Gosh. And then finally, once I had the motivation, after I lost a ton of money in the markets, I decided to open the mailer, or open up that book, and I couldn't put it down. It, it changed my life. Uh, and that that book is such an easy read. I, I rec usually recommend most people to start off with this book because really easy read, and it'll, it'll uh, give you the motivation to keep going. I've never totally. heard anyone describe the stock market the way Bill O'Neill did when I read that book. That's a that's a great point. Uh, this book, uh, published in 2000, just right at the peak of, of the right the Nasdaq dot com bubble, uh, was was ti timely. And in fact, it was born out of a series of Q and A's uh, between IBD staffers, including Chris Gessel, our chief content officer. Uh, and Bill, and then it eventually became a book that's, as you said, super easy to read. Uh, there were uh, two quotes I wanted to share with you. Um, if we have time, we'll definitely have this one quote, and it's from the preface. And basically, as I said, it's 24 lessons. Um, and basically, if you use IBD, uh, then you're really getting the benefit of decades of research. I quote Bill, we built models of the greatest stock market winners for every year going back to 1953, stocks that doubled, tripled, or even went up 10 or 20 times in price. We analyzed and continue to analyze every bit of information known about these stocks to see what these biggers, big winners had in common before they made their biggest price moves. So isn't it inspiring, Yerusha, it is, right? It is. The, the fact that anybody uh, can, first of all, use IBD's research and ratings and, and chart analysis uh, to find the very big, biggest winners. Uh, and you have to be an optimist as well. You Absolutely, and, and uh, I've been doing it for almost 20 years now, and you just see it over and over again. The only difference are the names, right? You just learn the characteristics of these great stocks, of what they show before they go on their huge runs, mm -hmm. 
and then you just see it over and over again. So it, it's pretty incredible. It's a learning curve. You just keep going, and you do have to be an optimist, absolutely. That's, that's exactly right. So for those of you out there who are new or had uh, been burned by a stock in the past, just put that in the past, right? Because uh, it's a new decade. 2020s will be a new decade. It'll be new big winners, new entrepreneurs, new innovators, new opportunities. Uh, and so uh, there's really no uh, better time to, uh, to get invested and, and learn. And the average winner that we found in IBD research uh, takes about 18 months uh, to go from pivot point to peak. Yep. So you, one can get a couple lessons from that. One, uh, you have to hold it for a pretty long time, but it's not like a 10 year right. journey. Right. Uh, and two, uh, over a typical bull market cycle, you're going to have a lot of opportunities to, to uh, seize those big gains. Yep. So now let's switch gears here, David. Uh, let's go into the market. Uh, now the market's in confirmed uptrend. Yes. And uh, we have two distribution days on the NASDAQ, one on the S&P 500. I'm not sure if we had any more by the end of the day uh, today. But distribution days, just uh, down, down days on higher volume than the previous day. Correct. Uh, it's we if you we get more concerned you get and you guys are watching this all the time at the at the markets team well, maybe get five or six distribution days in a four to five week period gonna get a little bit more concerned so we're okay there exactly exactly uh, the market pulse uh, does note the distribution day count every day so the big picture is really uh, the go-to source just even if you have 50 seconds uh, right. of time while you're drinking your coffee in the morning just check that market pulse and see what the distribution count is and typically three or four uh, distribution days uh, can be managed but, but when you get five or six as, as you mentioned uh, plus weak action along leading stocks that's when the uh, the, the possibility of a change in our outlook uh, could occur. Yeah, and now you, you talked about uh, weak action leading stocks. We had a little bit of weak action the, <laughs> the last couple of days sure. here. Uh, a number of our leading stocks did uh, got hit. My, my, I know my portfolio got hit. I felt it. Uh, and uh, but, but when you look, kind of take a step back for a number of these stocks, they're still above their, most of them are still above their 50-day moving average. They're still hanging in there. That's correct. And so there's still a chance uh, for, for them. So the market's still saying there's still a chance. Leading stocks, for the most part, are still saying there's still a chance. And so a lot of times the best thing you can do is, you know, keep, you know, going with the, the normal, the, the prevalent trend, mm -hmm. which is right now an uptrend, mm -hmm. until you're proven wrong. I think those are all great points. And keep in mind, too, if, if you only have two or three stocks in your portfolio, Right. Uh, depending on what sector uh, is getting hit, uh, your 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 short term performance uh, might might vary quite a lot. But certainly, what we've seen is that uh, a small number of recent breakouts have just not made much upside progress. Uh, I I point to names like OMCL. That's Omnicell. We featured it in Stock Spotlight, and it recently uh, through today completed uh, at least on. Um, this week completed a round trip of a roughly 9% gain uh, from its 84.51 buy point. Uh, Zoom video com communications, right? This hot new right. IPO right. Uh, that um, recently broke out of a narrow IPO base. Uh, that buy point was 91.56, and it jumped 17% in just 10 days, but now all that gain is gone. So one of the key rules we have uh, for these High, uh, high octane stocks is to make sure that when you have a double digit gain, 10%, 15%, 20%, and you start to see negative action, uh, don't be afraid to just sell the, the stock, 
secure some profit and be ready to buy it back again if the market and the individu individual uh, show strength. Well, I guess uh, you know the the market is kind of on watch mode, right, for the G20. Uh, what kind of uh, feelings are going to come out of uh, the meeting between G uh, and Trump? Right. And uh, also, we have concerns about whether. Uh, the Fed is going to make a move on interest rates in July. Plenty to, to, to sort out, but in general, uh, the uptrend is still uh, in place. We haven't undercut um, the closing price uh, of the NASDAQ since that June 7th follow-through, uh, and, and most of the indexes are trying to stay above their 50-day moving average. That's a, that's a very good technical indicator. Perfect. So the market is back in an uptrend, but some leading stocks got hit hard this week uh, and are testing their support areas. Now, a reminder, you know, take a look. If you haven't read this book, 24 Essential Lessons for Investment Success, that's the book I got started. So I always have a, a, a special place in my heart for that <laughs> book. Uh, so let's take a quick break here. But when we return, we're going to talk about what news is and how you can make money off of news. So stay tuned. Last week, over 12,000 people tried Leaderboard during our free access event. If you missed it, don't worry, you are in luck. You can try a full month of Leaderboard for the lowest price of the year. Now, Leaderboard gives you top-performing stock picks and optimized trading plans based on the CanSlim system. It's like having the IBD team doing your stock research for you. Try it out today for one month for only $29 when you go to investors.com slash LB one month. We're back with David Chung on investing with IBD. So David, let's get right to it. What is news? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big question. And I, I think that's a question I uh, offered you uh, that's right. to you ask want, me, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. Yes. What, what I kind of stumped you with your what, own question. What did I do to myself? My <laughs> gosh, right? As if I'm supposed to be the expert on news here. Gosh. <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, um, I, I wanted to talk about something that uh, hopefully provide a little more of the IBD perspective uh, on, on topic. Because clearly, without, without news, you can't really have a market, right? right. Market acts on news. Uh, yeah. Big headlines whether they're uh, related to the economy or, or what the Federal Reserve does uh, uh, or other countries do. Clearly, those market-moving uh, uh, news are something that every investor uh, should, should pay attention. But the, the, the answer that I wanted to give today was really um, uh, all about how the market is truly um, a great source of news that will help you profit mm. uh, in the long run. And so, Covering the stock market uh, for over 20 years, uh, being a journalist in both Japan and the United States, I, you know, I, I feel like uh, the, uh, the the wisdom that you get from paying attention to the stocks that we write about, uh, the stocks that make our, our tables and our screens, uh, is really a form of news about what's to come not only for the stock market or for your portfolio, but for society, uh, for businesses, for the free markets, mm -hmm. for uh, the future of our economy. Uh, and so when you see a lot of our writing about uh, breakouts from a certain sector, that is pointing out to the fact that there's a lot of demand in the economy, a lot of growth in that s specific sector. And so one of the ways to really capture that kind of news is to make a habit of going through several of our stock lists every day, uh, specifically 
on the homepage of Investors.com, we have stocks on the move. And these uh, stocks on the move up and stocks on the move down uh, separated uh, into two tables. And these are not only stocks that go up at least one point or two or three percent in price, but also see unusually heavy volume. Right. And so what's the news there? It, the news is that big fund managers from around the world, not just even the country, but around the world, see an, a, a great theme uh, of growth uh, or change. And therefore, if you pay close attention to that table alone, you get a real good uh, finger on the pulse of, of the market uh, and the future. So when you see, for instance, today, if you go to Stocks on the Move uh, online on, home, on the homepage, you'll see a lot of medical healthcare stocks that were down in heavy volume. Why is that? Well, there's a little bit of concern about the future pricing of drugs, mm -hmm. uh, uh, of the future uh, reimbursement of healthcare services. And in fact, uh, this is a Wednesday uh, afternoon. We're just uh, going to have two days worth of uh, debates uh, among contenders for the Democratic uh, uh, nominee for the presidential election. Yeah, uh, these it's a it's a hot button topic, and the market clearly reflected that. Uh, so I would really pay attention to the stocks on the move table. Uh, that gives you idea of breakouts. Uh, in my mind, breakouts are news. They're telling you about a change in the character of the stock, the sector, and the stock market itself. Now, you mentioned with the, the stocks going up on big volume or down on big volume and fund managers getting involved. Now, the reality is, is that these fund managers, for any of these stocks, that, that if they're accumulating them, it's going to take them some time to get into it. They can't yes. get their whole position on one day. It usually takes them a few months, right? Exactly. And, and, and in fact, it can be years. We've, we've done research on some of the biggest winners in the, in the past 10 years since the major market bottom. We found that some of the biggest winners uh, had sponsorship, as we call it, from yeah. top-rated mutual funds for four or five years in a row, wow. quarter after quarter after quarter, Just accumulating, buying, accumulating maybe selling off uh, a few shares here and there, right? Yeah. But maintaining a, a, a nice core position. Uh, and we found that the, the best fund managers tend to attract more money from other fund managers as uh, fund managers try to chase returns. Yeah. Um, uh, there's definitely a, a herd aspect uh, within the institutional uh, realm of the market. And so those stocks that are being accumulated, they're going to continue to show up on the stocks on the move. Exactly. Continue. Or if they're being distributed, they're going to continue <laughs> to show up on stocks on the move, right? Totally. That, that's a great point, Arusha, because when you, when you see a lot of um, coverage about a certain stock uh, through the stock list or our features in news and technology, whatnot, then that's a, that's a, that's a very important uh, signal to you that maybe this could ultimately be one of, be one of those big winners uh, of the year. Right. Now, you, are, you mentioned a number of the, the IBD lists. Mm -hmm. Now, what I think a lot of people, and this is something that I didn't realize until I started working here, the, the IBD paper yes. was really a whole screener for Bill O'Neill. He designed the whole thing to really help him keep track on all, all, all these stocks that were slowly being accumulated, and they would keep popping up on the stocks on the move in the paper. Exactly. Or the new highs in the paper, right? Or the big cap 20. That That is uh, right, 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 you hit the nail on the head. Uh, uh, ever since he designed the, the original 
paper uh, in a in a in a cabin uh, in a trip to Oregon, in Oregon right? right yeah. <laughs> you know, he's always continued to tinker and tinker and add this, take this out, uh, and the paper really uh, uh, showed a lot of innovation. Uh, as one example, it, which lives on today. The stock tables, uh, whether you see them online uh, through the stock list section of Investors.com or you look at the IBD weekly newspaper, the stock tables are not alphabetical order. They're right. based on uh, which sector is leading the market, 1 to 33. And so uh, I personally look only at those stocks that are in the top 5 to 10 sectors myself because we know that the strength of a, of a great stock uh, uh, is due impact. In fact, uh, half of its half of its performance re is related to the strength of the underlying industry group and the sector too. Yes. So, if you look at the paper now, software, aerospace, business services, retail, uh, those are some of the the big uh, leading sectors right now, which gives you a lot of uh, a lot of pools in which to fish fish from, and uh, also want to just mention uh, the IPO leaders. The sector leaders, which recently jumped up to eight stocks, okay. uh, which and, is significant. And that goes up to a maximum of uh, 16, 16 in okay. our newspaper, right. And so when you see fluctuations in the number of stocks in that, in that uh, list, that's also giving you some news about uh, the strength of the market, especially for growth stocks. Finally, Big Cap 20, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the stocks in that list. Uh, is a great um, uh, real um, uh fast look at what's what's really working and also the IBD stock of the day uh, which is written by uh, a variety of our of our writers every day only on investors.com but if you go to the research section hover over research you'll see the stock of the day page and click on that and that gives you instant ideas because we tend to focus on those that are near a buy point or just breaking out any other ways that you're, you're looking at getting news on the market well, I, you know, I could not finish uh, uh, this segment without talking about the G250, uh, the growth 250. Far, in fact, in my mind, really far more important than the G20. Uh, <laughs> uh, far more, far, far more, um, far more companies, obviously, uh, right. than <laughs> what might be in the conversations at the G20 summit. But, uh, but, but no, seriously, the the growth 250 is an incredible uh, screen. I, I believe it was developed by Mike Webster, right? Uh, or, or Yes, it, Mike, Mike Webster, yeah. That, mm -hmm. that essentially is Mike Webster's screen. He created 30 different screens yes. uh, on it. Uh, he spent like two years designing. And really the goal was just to have, okay, one list. Uh, and so you just go look at this one list. Instead of running all these screens and trying to keep track of everything, here's one list each week you can go to look for stocks that have potential. That's, that's the main list I, I look at on the weekends. I look at it every day, uh, along with Ken Shreve, with Juan Alan Sibia, uh, two other uh, fellow veterans on the markets team. And I look for trends. I look for yeah. trends in volume and price change and uh, sector rotation. Yeah, uh, in industry groups. You can see the industry groups kind of expand. Exactly. You know, as, get, as more and more stocks qualify for the Grill 250, you're going to notice more and more uh, stocks are in the industry groups. Like a restaurant group might grow from three mm -hmm. to five to ten, you know, in, in a short amount of time. It's such a dynamic list. That, that's what makes uh, the Investors.com and MarketSmith tools so useful because it's, it's so sensitive yeah. to these macro and micro changes in the stock market. Yeah, and yeah, a lot and we we spoke about the the general market in the in the first section and you know a lot of people when they they start off you're really focusing on the general markets and the sectors, industry groups 
and then finally stocks. Mm-hmm. But over time, what I learned was that I I get a better feel for the market when I'm looking at a lot of stocks mm-hmm. because you notice more of the industry group rotation. You start seeing a lot of stocks building bases when you're in a correction, and that's going to give you a heads up. Hey, maybe the market's ready to come out of this correction. Uh, and or just like these last few days, or even at the in the fall of 2018, you all of a sudden you start noticing a lot of leading stocks getting whacked. Totally. Know, before the uh, too much distribution starts collecting on the general market, you're already moving to cash because you're being forced to cash because some of your stocks that you're owning, they're giving sell signals. Discipline is is totally important. Knowing when to sell, investors corner. Uh, on the website as well as an IB Weekly uh, gives you a focus on all those key sell rules so that you get out of the cash at the uh, get into cash at the right time and that, that's a great that's a great point Arusha and also I, I I definitely would like to add that you you hit upon uh, another piece of news uh, for people really interested in growth stocks it's all about which sectors are on the rise and which stock and which sectors are are going to take a break uh, so. That is, uh, that is really more important than listening to the opinions uh, of five or 10 people you hear on the radio, right. on TV, or uh, in print anywhere, uh, because we all know that opinions can be completely uh, in conflict. So what do you do? The best thing is to rely on facts, and the facts come from the stock market and the stocks themselves. So pay attention to how news can actually help you gauge the health of the market and individual stocks. Coming up next, we will talk about some current stocks or how David likes to call les tres stocks. Très bien. Want to find stocks like the ones on this podcast? A lot of the best names we talk about come from IBD's exclusive stock lists, like the IBD 50 and the Big Cap 20. Whatever type of investor you are, we got a list for you. You can access every one of IBD's lists, plus stock ratings, exclusive analysis, and one-on-one coaching with a membership to IBD Digital. It costs less than a dollar a day, but for podcast listeners, we're offering an even better price. Go to investors.com slash podcast offer right now and get your first two months for only $20. We're back with David Chung on investing with IBD. And now, David, let's get into some of these current stocks. Excellent. Excellent. I also want to apologize to to our uh, People much, much, but much more knowledgeable in French and, yeah. and, and European languages. I did take a little German, so I consider dry, <laughs> the dry stocks. Uh, but, sa- sadly, I took a number of years of French, and I didn't really learn anything. Obviously. Oh uh, well, but, uh, uh, but a shout out to our friends in, in France, especially given that I was actually um, in Paris two years in a row. It was a great time to be there, and then to see the Notre Dame uh, in flames. Oh, oh so yeah. sad about that. Oh, so that's true. Yes. a little, uh, a little shout out to them. Hope. hope things uh, are going to be recovered um, uh, in full. So the first stock we're going to talk about, Irusha, is uh, Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. Boy, we have a big story about that, don't we? Well, yeah. Well, Planet Fitness, uh, <laughs> well, there are a couple things here. But <laughs> now, now th- this is, a, this is a, a franchise model where they, they're, they're selling the franchises, and they really expanded over the, over the last 10 years. I remember I went to uh, a Planet Fitness. I guess it was like in 2006 in Boston. It's a rundown part of Boston where I where mm. I used to live, and they opened up this really cheap gym. Mm-hmm. And it was ten bucks a month. I was like, all right, you know, yeah, that, that is perfect. And it was actually really good. You know, the equipment was all great, and uh, and then they've just been spreading. They've been acquiring other uh, gyms, and just you know, it's just such a great proposition. 
Now, not only just on a proposition for because it's only ten dollars a month, because now it's uh, for people who don't like to work out. Yes, they they kind of prevent uh, they 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 kind of prevent the hardcore people who are. Uh, you know the people who like to grunt, and, and you know the people are really gym hardcore gym gym, gym people, rats, right? Yes. Gym rats, right? Uh, right. Where they, they grunt and stuff like that. They don't allow those people in there. They want to let the people who aren't comfortable, you know, going to the gym. That's who they're kind of, the kind the casual audience, I guess. Um, How could to, you refuse uh, uh, joining a gym that off, also offers you pizza, right? Exactly to reward you instantly, yeah. right? For 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 your hard for your hard workout. I mean. What 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 in, inventive marketing they have? Uh, you know the, the it's an amazing company. I, I wanted to talk about the stock because it's just wanted to show that this was a stock that, darn, I knew about it at least a company like you many years before its 2015 IPO, and why didn't I invest in it? Right. I mean, there was really a big mistake not to get involved with the stock. New new issue tends you know these new issues tend to be uh, big big winners, and the stock. Uh, According to our analysis, had broken out of a base all the way back in uh, the summer of 2017. It was at $22.17 a share. That was a breakout point. Now, I mean, this year has hit 81.90, almost a quadruple. And so, uh, the the lesson that I hope everyone can gain from this one is to really pay attention to what's what's new in your neighborhood, or what's uh, being successful or a novel and and innovative. Yeah. And They've they've uh, completely turned the gym model on its head. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And, and pay attention to places where they give you free pizza. Uh, that, of course, that's right. They, they, they got to pass the pizza test. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Right, and and uh, so uh, it's interesting also to note that this this week uh, we don't know how the stock will end uh, for the week, but it actually uh, has shown some heavy selling and high, and high volume. Yeah. So those who recently bought the stock and are seeing limited gains might want to consider just making sure to protect their profits. Those who have a much, much longer term um, cushion uh, and a big cushion of, of profit can probably uh, wait and see how it all shakes out because who knows, Planet Fitness might uh, build a new base. Uh, it's still well above their 200-day moving average, and uh, during larger corrections, it actually founds institutional buying support at the 200-day line. So, yeah. you know, is this the end of the rally? Maybe, maybe not. It's not really clear. But in terms of fundamentals, boy, really, really strong. The the earnings uh, per share uh, have grown from 38 cents a share in 2015 to a dollar 22 in 2018, yeah. and now they're seeing a dollar 54 this year. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, dollar fifty-four this year, and then a dollar ninety uh, the following year. Another reason I, I want to point um, talk about this stock is that one reason I did not invest personally my own my own money in it is because I found that this stock didn't have a sales and profit margins and return on equity rating, the SMR rating. I was, I was curious, like, why doesn't have an SMR rating? And I found that well, the stock. Actually, has no shareholders' equity. Right. Uh, Neg- well, they, yeah, negative shareholders' equity. That's, that's right. right. And, and I find that interesting, and it's, it's partly because of their business model. You know, they they invest heavily in, yeah. in these brick and mortar places, right? right? And so that one little detail, I think, uh, prevented me from being uh, super bullish in the stock. Uh, and this is a lesson for everyone involved too. It's like very few. Uh, of your biggest of your big winners are always going to be perfect on every measure, you know what offset this this uh, lack of shareholders equity 
was the profit growth, strong cash flow, uh, and uh, just uh, obviously a a successful business. You can see it with your own eyes. Yeah, I'm a huge market, right? A, a lot of people don't want to work out. Uh, so $10 a month may get some of those people literally off the couch, right? Totally. To, to go to the gym. Now they have the pizza to get them there too. <laughs> exactly. They're never going to get in shape, so they're never going to quit the gym. They're going to just keep coming, so now you're going to have that recurring revenue Gosh. right there. Uh, and the perfect retention rate too, I'm sure, because you could really just pay $10 a month and just go and get the pizza. Wow, wow. I, I never thought about that way, Rusha. I, I, I thought they actually really wanted to go work out. But, I mean, uh, it's a brilliant, brilliant <laughs> business model. Now, David, you mentioned uh, the break of the 50-day on heavy volume. This is one of those kind of major sell signals or major warning signs, I'll say, because yes. it really depends on where you are in the stock, as you mentioned. Uh, and so that was issued on June 25th. So that happened on June 25th. It was down 159%. Um, on volume, 159% volume greater than normal. It was down 4.05. This is one of those leading stocks that got hit that was kind of giving a gauge that, okay, maybe this market needs a little bit of a break. Maybe totally. This stock. So, yeah, may maybe the stock needs to build a base. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the end of the run. We'll have to wait and see. But in the end, it's always managing your risk. Well, if they replace the pizzas with the maybe, I don't know, impossible burgers, maybe, maybe that will help reinvigorate the stock. Who knows? So, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, but you want to talk about the second stock? Yeah, Would that so, be uh, Amazon? Or? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a good little segue there. Here's Am Amazon. Obviously, we know they're, they dominate retail. They're changing the whole landscape of retail. Uh, they have their Amazon Web Services, which was really the main catalyst for this monster run that it's gone over the last few years. Totally, totally. Uh, speaking of Impossible Burger, mm -hmm. uh, Whole Foods they own, and and so they sell products like that. They don't sell Impossible Burger. They actually sell Beyond Burger mm -hmm. or Beyond Meat uh, mm -hmm. there. And they're also starting to dabble into healthcare now, too. They're, they're making some uh, partnerships, and uh, they're, uh, they're, they're starting to look into that. Obviously, there's expectations that they're – you know, I guess Wall Street expects them to start to move into healthcare down the line. That's a great point. I mean, Amazon really is helping define news and the future uh, of the way we live yes. and work and play. And I wanted to talk about Amazon today with you, Rusha, partly because the latest Inside the Big Cap 20 column by uh, my longtime colleague Paul Whitfield was purely on Amazon. It appeared in the uh, Big Cap 20 and the, it, Paul noted that uh, Amazon has had 19 breakouts, and all of them have actually been successful. Some of them have had small gains, some of them have big gains, uh, and he talks about the current base, the, the current, it looks like a cup with a handle huge that's forming. cup with handle that's Right, forming by Amazon. Uh, we have this stock on the leader's watch list on leaderboard. Uh, it's definitely it's a G250 stock, and it should be part of the G20 summit. They should really <laughs> call it the G21. <laughs> but in any case, Amazon is really acting very well, and it continues to have this sparkling growth. Now, you know what's interesting here, too, Irusha? A lot of people complain, well, it has no earnings, yeah. right? Uh, but they always, they always focused on free cash flow. Uh, and it has super sales growth. So here's another example of a stock that may not be perfect in every little parameter, but it has great story, great fundamentals nonetheless. Yeah, this is one of those stocks that for years and years, I felt like Wall Street would treat it like with kid gloves. 
right? Because they didn't have those earnings. And, and But Wall Street gave Jeff Bezos uh, the benefit of the doubt, and mm-hmm. eventually they were rewarded. I mean, it took years and years because they just kept putting that money back into R&D and developing all these different yes. uh, innovations like the – all the robots in the if you go on YouTube, take a look at Amazon warehouses, mm-hmm. where you see all how uh, how many uh, the big role that robots play in their uh, warehouses now, right? Uh, and so they're investing in all these other kind of innovation to make it that much more efficient and, and make make it easy for us to get products at a cheaper price. Absolutely, absolutely. So once again, if you want to look at Amazon or Amazon type companies in the Big Cap Twenty. Either go to the IBD Weekly newspaper, it's usually in the B section, uh, the second section of paper, or on investors.com, you want to hover over stock lists in the main navigation bar, and then you'll see Big Cap 20. And so Amazon built this, built this really big cup with handle. Uh, the the pivot point, the buy point, 19.64 and 40 cents, according to the pattern recognition on MarketSmith. It's been resisting. It's been holding in there, uh, hanging in there pretty well versus some of these other stocks like Planet Fitness uh, over the last uh, few days. It's just been really just slowly, methodically building this large base. It didn't really participate in 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 the rally this year, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But when you see this large kind of cup forming, maybe it's the large cap tech's uh, turn to take the the the, the role or, or the baton and lead maybe the next leg up in, in the hope hopefully the next leg up in in the market very possible uh, it just goes to show right the the fang stocks uh, including microsoft too if you add that and apple to the mix that you still have to be selective right, right. So, some of these stocks uh, such as netflix netflix is tr- still also forming a base but now there's a there's a new competitor uh, in online streaming, right, with Disney and so forth. That's uh, right. And therefore, uh, you want to look at each stock uh, on an individual basis. And Amazon right now seems to be uh, one of the better candidates for a future for a future uh, leadership role. Okay, let's quickly go into one more stock here: Transdime ticker symbol TDG, uh, and they're in the aerospace industry. They supply components and systems. Uh, in, uh, into the aerospace industry, into airplanes, and obviously a lot of these uh, airplane uh, airlines are upgrading their uh, all of their airplanes, right? Exactly. And so they're the supplier, and and so they're benefiting from this kind of larger trend going on there. What what, what do you see here uh, in, with Transcend? Well, I, I think people who uh, are aware of obviously the geopolitical tensions uh, surrounding in, in, in the in in the world, whether it's South Asia whether it's uh, the Middle East, uh, will want to uh, focus on these aerospace stocks, not just simply TDG, uh, HEI, HACO, yeah. and Hexel, H- HXL have also been performing well. Boeing is trying to form a base as well. But I think TDG uh, deserves some attention, partly because its most recent breakout earlier in this year worked very, very well, yes. produced a 20 to 25% gain. It was on leaderboard. And now it's, it's recently broken out, stumbled a little bit uh, as the market itself has uh, kind of cooled off, yeah. but uh, has not delivered any defensive sell signals yet. And keep in mind that TDG, Transdime, is part of a leading industry sector. It's the aerospace sector. And the latest IBD Weekly showed that sector ranking number three with uh, almost a 30% year-to-date gain, price-weighted gain. So when you have that kind of momentum in the sector, that's generally going to uh, uh, translate into uh, really, really superior stock performance. Yeah, so it broke out 
uh, out of a first stage base back on January 29th. Went on a really, really nice run. So a strong uptrend. Then formed really kind of the more ideal couple to handle. This was a, a nice small couple to handle around six, seven weeks long. Broke out. is finding support around the pivot. As opposed to the large couple to handle at Amazon. Mm-hmm. This is a nice kind of smaller, tighter couple to handle. That, that shows that there's consistent buying coming into the stock. It's a second stage base. So, yeah, this is definitely one you want to, to keep on your radar. And as David mentioned, a lot of these aerospace stocks are, are doing very, very well. Totally. Uh, you know, in closing, I just want to say that uh, think of Wall Street truly really as a parade of money going from one corner to the, ne- to the other corner. And so if you start to see more and more aerospace or you start to see retail uh, or you start to see software, any of these groups start to pick up steam again, that means they are uh, that means the institutions are likely putting more capital to work in those and maybe taking profits in other sectors. So be very mindful of this sort of daily and weekly news uh, that we hope to hope uh, uh, share with our readers uh, and, and visitors to our, our great videos, websites, uh, and other tools. So keep an eye on these current stocks. Learn how to incorporate the right news into your investment process. And remember, We aren't in a confirmed uptrend, but be disciplined, manage your risk, and let the market tell you what to do. Thanks, David, for being here. It was a great pleasure. Thanks Thanks again. Next week, we're going to have Scott St. Clair uh, with us on the program. He's a national speaker, product coach of MarketSmith, uh, star of our monthly MarketSmith webinar, and racquetball champion. That's it for this week on Investing with IBD. I'm Arusha Pierce, and thanks for listening. And for this week's Nilton Charts, make sure to go to Investors.com slash podcast, where you'll find details for each episode in the podcast episode section. And make sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast if you haven't already. We'd really appreciate it. You can also send us your questions and comments to investingpodcast at Investors.com. We would love to hear from you and may use your comments on an upcoming episode. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making any investment decisions.